0: Ennead 5 book 4 by Plotinus translated by Kenneth Sylvan Guthrie this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by Geoffrey Edwards fifth Ennead, book 4 how what is after the first proceeds therefrom of the one necessity of the existence of the first. 1. Everything that exists after the first is derived therefrom, either directly or immediately, and constitutes a series of different orders, such that the second can be traced back to the first, the third to the second, and so forth. Above all beings there must be something simple and different from all the rest, which would exist in itself, and which, without ever mingling with anything else, might nevertheless preside over everything, which might really be the one, and not that deceptive unity which is only the attribute of essence, and which would be a principle superior even to being, unreachable by speech reason or science for if it be not completely simple foreign to all complexity and composition and be not really one it could not be a principle it is sovereignly absolute only because it is simple and first for what is not first is in need of superior things what is not simple has need of being constituted by simple things. The principle of everything must therefore be one and only. If it were admitted that there was a second principle of that kind, both would constitute but a single one. For we do not say that they are bodies, nor that the one and first is a body. For every body is composite and begotten, and consequently is not a principle. For a principle cannot be begotten therefore since the principle of everything cannot be corporeal because it must be essentially one it must be the first the first necessarily begets a second which must be perfect if something after the one exist it is no more the simple one but the multiple one whence is this derived evidently from the first for it could not be supposed that it came from chance that would be to admit that the first is not the principle of everything how then is the multiple one derived from the first if the first be not only perfect but the most perfect if it be the first power it must surely in respect to power be superior to all the rest and the other powers must merely imitate it to the limit of their ability now we see that all that arrives to perfection cannot unfruitfully remain in itself but begets and produces not only do beings capable of choice but even those lacking reflection or soul have a tendency to impart to other beings what is in them as for instance fire emits heat snow emits cold and plant juices die and soak into whatever they happen to touch all things in nature imitate the first principle by seeking to achieve immortality by procreation and by manifestation of their qualities how then would he who is sovereignly perfect who is the supreme good remain absorbed in himself, as if a sentiment of jealousy hindered him from communicating himself, or as if he were powerless, though he is the power of everything. How, then, would he remain principal of everything? He must, therefore, beget something, just as what he begets must in turn beget. There must, therefore, be something beneath the first. Now this thing, which is immediately beneath the first, must be very venerable, first because it begets everything else, then because it is begotten by the first, and because it must, as being the second, rank and surpass everything else. Intelligence cannot be the first, and ranks all else. 2. If the generating principle were intelligence what it begot would have to be inferior to intelligence and nevertheless approximate it and resemble it more than anything else now as the generating principle is superior to intelligence the first begotten thing is necessarily intelligence why however is the generating principle not intelligence because the act of intelligence is thought, and thought consists in seeing the intelligible, for it is only by its conversion towards it that intelligence achieves a complete and perfect existence. In itself intelligence is only an indeterminate power to see. Only by contemplation of the intelligible does it achieve the state of being determined, this is the reason of the saying the ideas and numbers that is intelligence are born from the indefinite doubleness and the one consequently instead of being simple intelligence is multiple it is composed of several elements these are doubtless intelligible but what intelligence sees is none the less multiple in any case intelligence is simultaneously the object-thought and the thinking subject it is therefore already double the first and second as higher and lower intelligible entities but besides this intelligible entity namely intelligence there is another higher intelligible the supreme intelligible the first in what way does the intelligence thus determined proceed from the first intelligible the intelligible abides in itself and has need of nothing else while there is a need of something else in that which sees and thinks that is that which thinks has need of contemplating the supreme intelligible but even while remaining within himself the intelligible one is not devoid of sentiment all things belong to him are in him and with him consequently he has the conception of himself a conception which implies consciousness and which consists in eternal repose and in a thought but in a thought different from that of intelligence if he begets something while remaining within himself he begets it precisely when he is at the highest point of individuality it is therefore by remaining in his own state that he begets what he begets he procreates by individualizing now as he remains intelligible what he begets cannot be anything else than thought therefore thought by existing and by thinking the principle whence it is derived for it could not think any other object becomes simultaneously intelligence and intelligible but this second intelligible differs from the first intelligible from which it proceeds and of which it is but the image and the reflection the second is the actualization of the potentiality of the first but how is an actualization begotten from that self-limited intelligible we shall have to draw a distinction between an actualization of being and an actualization out of the being of each thing actualized being and actualization emanating from being actualized being cannot differ from being for it is being itself but the actualization emanating from being, and everything necessarily has an actualization of this kind, differs from what produces it. It is as if with fire there is a difference between the heat which constitutes its being and the heat which radiates exteriorly, while the fire interiorly realizes the actualization which constitutes its being and which makes it preserve its nature here also and far more so the first remains in his proper state and yet simultaneously by his inherent perfection by the actualization which resides in him has been begotten the actualization which deriving its existence from so great a power nay from supreme power has arrived at or achieved essence and being as to the first he was above being for he was the potentiality of all things already being all things how the first is above all being if this actualization begotten by the first this external actualization be all things then that one is above all things and consequently above being if then this external actualization be all things and be before all things it does not occupy the same rank as the remainder of all other things and must in this respect also be superior to being and consequently also to intelligence for there is something superior to intelligence essence is not as you might say dead. It is not devoid of life or thought, for intelligence and essence are identical. Intelligible entities do not exist before the intelligence that thinks them, as sense-objects exist before the sensation which perceives them. Intelligence itself is the things that it thinks, since their forms are not introduced to them from without. From where, indeed, would intelligence receive these forms. Intelligence exists with the intelligible things. Intelligence is identical with them, is one with them. Reciprocally, intelligible entities do not exist without their matter, that is, intelligence. End of Ennead 5, Book 4.